Hello everybody, I'm Miriam Thiel-Alberts and you are watching or you're listening to what the animals want us to know. We're doing a 10-week online event and uh, this is Amelia Brent-White. Hello Amelia, all the way from Hi. Australia. <laughs> Hi Miriam, I'm excited about our topic today. Yes, because this is episode two. So we've done cats last week and this week we're doing horses and you have five horses yourself, right? I do. So we're both horse people. And um, so what we do like every week, um, we channel some messages from different horses that wanted to come forward and tell us a little bit or share something with us. And we will talk about these messages a little bit. And then at the end, Melia, you will be guiding us through a group balancing, a body talk group balancing. Um, what, what's the, do you have a topic for that today? Um, it'll be to connect us to the horse consciousness. And I'll do a mini group balancing. So it'll be short and sweet, but we'll be connecting with the horse consciousness and harnessing, harnessing their energies to help us through our daily life. That sounds amazing. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, would you, let's just start, just jump in. Would you like to start with one of the messages that you channeled? Sure. So the, the first um, horse that came to me, um, it's not a horse that I know, but it was a big shire horse. So one of those really big, strong cart horses. And he said, be strong and courageous on your path. Take measured steps forward, even when the load is heavy. We lean into the pressure to pull the cart. Whatever you're trying to achieve, just keep working towards it and make sure that you give yourself nose bags at the end. <laughs> you know how some horses, especially historically, would get a nose bag of food at the end of a good day's work? So I guess practically from this message, what could be implemented is if the load is heavy, there's an aspect that we can lean into it and take up some of the load with our shoulders and make sure that we reward ourselves at the end. And he also said at the end, um, there was a message, it wasn't so much in words, but it was more of a picture. And he was showing me how he really drives with the hind end. So it's like just remembering our engine and driving from the engine, which for humans would be around the pelvis, pelvis area, the sacral area. So making sure that we're actually driving from behind while also leaning in to the pressure. What well, this is, I mean, it really, I really resonate with that message. It's lovely. And I can feel that the energy around that message is, um, is different than the energy of the cats that we were channeling last week. So I feel there's already kind of a different vibe to it, maybe. I don't know if you feel the same. Well, um, we're in Leo season at the moment. And, and I feel there is a little bit of Leo energy there within that. Because he says, be strong and courageous on your path. So it's about actually showing up and... And, and stepping into um, stepping into discomfort or whatever the work is, mm -hmm. and and the Leo the the lion energy the cat energy can help us facilitate that as well. So 
it is a different energy to the cat energy, but it's like a perfect dovetail. And you know what I kind of picked up in that as well was the one step after another. You know, you, you take measured steps and you put one foot in front of the other. Um, a lot of times when we are doing a project, like the horse is pulling the cart, I mean, that's a project. You have to go from one place to another place. Um, we're racing. We're trying to race and we still have the load with us. Um, and you can't. And it's not really effective. It's much better to go slow and go like one step. You, you're more steady if, if you do one step after another. And this is kind of, I could see the horse and I, that, that's what I was sort of uh, feeling. And this is something that resonated with me. Doing a project and doing one step after another. I tend to, when I start a new project, get very excited uh, very quickly. And then sometimes I lose the sort of drive. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And obviously everyone can make their own meaning out of whatever the message means for them. But obviously I, I, um, I facilitated the message. So there's a pretty strong meaning there for me as well. And I, I tend to, to be a little bit um, fast and, and kind of fizz out energy as well. So it means quite a lot to me with driving with the hind end, taking it slow. And just that grounded energy that those big shire horses have, they're so solid. Yeah. And I, like when, when I was thinking of this, when, when this message came through, I could just see like one of those shire horses in the traces pulling a log up a hill. And, and obviously the hill's got an incline and just the amount of effort and energy and, and sheer perseverance that it would take to, to undertake something like that. And I guess, um, you know, we're, we're in um, our own form of small business, each other and, and, and daily life as well and just using that, that thought. And I'm sure there's other people that are stepping out into kind of creating their own passionate businesses as well. And it, it really is, is that kind of steadiness and that slow incremental growth that provides a, a stable platform. Yeah. And also it's not, it's okay that it's hard. It's mm. okay to go through because sometimes I feel we are getting to this point where um, I think you posted something like that this morning or yesterday. Um, we only want the good feelings. We only want the happiness. We only want um, when it's easy. And this is like, it's okay to go up a hill when you get the nose bag at the end, you know, don't forget that. Don't forget that kind of, um, you know, reward yourself, whatever the reward is. Mm. So, um, yes. Thank you, Shire Horse. <laughs> Thank you, Albert. What's your message, Miriam? I have a message from a horse. Um, his name is Hunter. I don't know him. Um, Hunter is a competition horse. Um, oh yeah, he was, he was a jumping competition horse. And this is what he said to me. He's one of those big brown horses, huge, you know, those kind of very elegant jumping horses. He said, don't dream about tomorrow, dream about today. 
I had lived as a competitive jumper and I was always looking for the next challenge, forgetting to enjoy the sunsets and sunrises, the flowers and playing. There's so much beauty around us all and we just need to see it. So this is, thank you, Hunter. <laughs> thank you, Hunter. Um, this is sort of, um, yeah, it, for me, it's sort of this, you know, always looking to the next project, always looking to the next. I mean, this is how he explained it, you know, with the next competition, um, the next something. And when you sort of stay in today, in the now, you are able to see things. Mm. And I find that sometimes when that happens, when I'm, I'm in the now, I see things that I hadn't seen before. I was riding with my horse and um, coming back from the forest. And all of a sudden I see there's, there's, you know, there's a big field and there was sunflowers all over this field. And I hadn't seen them before. <laughs> and I needed that grounding of the riding through the forest to be able to see all those sunflowers in that field, you know. And um, so this reminds me a little bit of that, you know, the small things, the, um, there's beauty around us. We just need to be here and see them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that humanity as a whole, like we're all beginning to learn that. And it's not something that we've lost. It's something that we've forgotten or it's, uh, we got caught up caught up in this rat race of our current modern age and I guess just little reminders and, and often I do find the animals are reminding us hey just breathe hey just take a moment I, I had a, um, a client that I was working with today and she was getting messages from her own body and the message the messages are often very very simple and people get them from their own body I, I'm not facilitating this although I can but the message that she got was relax. Mm. And the other message was breathe. Very, very simple things. And the other one was trust. Mm. And, and that's what I, what I find um, connecting with the consciousness of the bodies, which are like an animal in my experience, um, but also the consciousness of animals. It's often it's very, very simple things that it's trying to highlight for us. How do you think that um, the messages differ from um, connecting with animals that we know or not know and when we're connecting to the group consciousness, you know, the horse consciousness, the cat consciousness? What do you think is the, is the difference? Well, it's, um, there's like a collective energy that's the horse consciousness and perhaps there's an overriding message that the horse consciousness is wanting to convey rather than an individual one might have its own unique needs or its own unique point of view from its lifetime of experiences. And perhaps from its relationships with humans as well. So that's what I was thinking um, when you were talking about Hunter, I was wondering if his need to keep jumping is actually like an energy that he's, 
he's sharing with his human owner that's kind of he's taken on or if it's actually within him that's just a question that I have and that sometimes comes up in in um, the type of work that I do I didn't have a feeling with him that he he was forced to do it mm. he was a competitive horse and that was not bad that he was competing but uh, because he was so so goal orientated he forgot to look around and this for him looking back this is what he realized that um, he he would have liked to have spent more time on the things around him without being occupied with the next with the next um, you know com competition or event or, or something like that. Yeah, I, I didn't mean exactly that he was forced. Oh, okay. Um, but sometimes like there's a human, the human consciousness and, and the animal can sometimes share similar frequencies, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit like like attracts like. And, and sometimes we ask that question, where does it originate from? But um, obviously, yes, there are breeds that are specifically bred for competition and that are naturally competitive, a bit like dogs. It's like humans have selected for certain traits, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So, next, next message. Well, this is um, a message from one of my horses. His name's Shaman. And he's a beautiful black horse with a white triangular blaze. And he says, stillness and focus are your pots of gold, your treasure. I know you are busy, but when you stop and breathe with me, I know you are here. I feel you with me. Make sure you stop and sniff us. That is so beautiful. <laughs> Go and sniff the horse. I love doing that. This is like... This is so beautiful. When I, I did that today, this morning, I was just hugging my horse and sniffing, you know, just behind on the neck. That's like behind the head. Um, yeah. And they've all got different smells. I don't really go around smell other people's horses. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I, I've got five and yeah. I've had... I don't know how many in my lifetime come come share my life with me, but they all have they all smell different. So, what does that message kind of mean to you? Is 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 this like a sort of reminder to look at your energy or? Yeah, it was a personal message for me. He he likes me to stop and connect with him. And um, you know, often my horses get kept at adjustment and often I am going there and quite busy during the day. And he is, um, he's a very gentle horse. He also has some physical issues as well. He's only young, but he's very, very soft. Like even when he, when he licks your hand or he's got very, very soft muzzle and he, he likes me just to take that moment, to take that breath and just connect with him. 
and even just a little pat. And he's, he's quite a grounding horse as well. So that's what I feel that means for me. But I mean, yeah, the messages might mean something different for, for everyone. That's, that is the beauty of them. Stillness and focus are your pots of gold. And I find that was when I go to the horse, mm. I connect with that stillness, you know, whether I'm going out riding in the forest or I'm just sniffing him or just, you know, breathing with him. So uh, I think horses do that. They ground us. Their energy is, um, it's like this grounding energy. I, for me, it's like when I, when I, ride with him in the forest it's more like i'm being carried mm. through the forest and through into a different dimension because my i feel like my brain is is uh, is getting different now that that was wrong my brain is like kind of changing the the frequency um when i'm doing that um so horses have that ability to um to bring us out of our head that's my experience. Yeah, and you're prob probably familiar with the heart math research, but horses have a huge electromagnetic field. And when we're in their electromagnetic field, our bodies sink in with the rhythm of the horses. So we are, we are getting changed yeah. in a way when we're in their presence and we don't even need to be touching them. We can just be, I think it extends up to three metres yeah. either side. The, the, tor the toroidal field from the heart, the Taurus. Isn't this, I, I find, you know, I've, I've, um, I've talked about this before and uh, I um, learned about this before, but I always find this so amazing. You know, you don't, I mean, horses heal you in that way because they bring you in that um, coherent space, you know, where you, you, um, your heart beat is sort of, or the frequency is going into this uh, very um, mellow or low resonant. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know. I don't know the right words at the moment. But um, the thing is, what I'm finding so interesting is that you don't have to be on a horse. You don't have to be touching a horse. Just the, being in the vicinity of a horse can help you. Mm. So, um Next time, go out there, sniff a horse, just be in the vicinity of a horse. Exactly. <laughs> I actually have a message from my horse too. When we were talking about doing um, a message, uh, you know, having the, the horses come through, I could feel straight away that my horse, Golden Arrow, wanted to talk to, to me and uh, share a message. So this is what Golden Era said. Enjoying what is inside you and around you will free you from your own expectations to be better or different. When you're in balance, when you're in balance with, with what is, you're becoming, you're becoming borderless. Then all is well and all is possible. So, um, yeah, this for me was a big reminder of don't look in the future. Don't try to 
you know, you don't need another course. You don't need to, to um, do things, learn things, uh, go somewhere. Um, all is well when you accept and when you go with what is. Mm. Yeah, it's a really powerful message. Sometimes I find it difficult when, you know, straight after, after I, I hear a message to actually reflect on it and say what it means because I think sometimes it takes a while to kind of really sink in and um, connect with us. But, yeah, the expectation to be better. So, yeah, um, I think sometimes they speak to the subconscious rather than the conscious mind. So even if you don't fully understand it, it's doing something anyway. Yeah. Because we're, we're, you know, I mean, different people may say different things, but approximately 10% conscious and 90% subconscious. So a lot of this is just bringing things up into awareness. And there's a, there's a, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a growing awareness through, even listening to these kind of messages for ourselves and for other people as well. So even if we don't fully understand or we don't fully know how to action them, I don't think that matters so much because there's something else going on that we don't necessarily have to be in control of. So in a way that we are picking up on the energy and the energy is the message. We're sort of downloading the, the message, even though, um we might not be putting words to all of the message that's interesting mm -hmm. isn't it yeah and you you were saying that you did the you did a a message um recently about the cat your cat um talking about downloading the cat wisdom files yeah it wasn't every my cat it was it was the oh, cat consciousness yeah and every every time you even open up to that possibility of connection, even opening up to, to the cats. We, it, these are wisdom files in a way. These are from the horses. But it's, it's opening up to that, that invitation of receiving rather than transmitting. So we're, most, most humans, we're constantly transmitting. We're talking and just transmitting all the time transmitting information transmitting energy and the difference is bringing yourself to a state of opening up and becoming a receiver which can be done in so many different ways um like i'll make a few suggestions and i'm sure you have lots as well miriam so you can take three big deep breaths you can connect to the ground you can um, just start tuning into your environment and just start noticing things more and just opening your vision up instead of looking at rights in front of you. There's other techniques that you can learn, like proper animal communication techniques or um, there's, a, there's a few different other techniques you can learn as well. Yeah. I still, I still think that is, we're just scratching the surface here at the mm -hmm. moment. You know, these are, these are sort of inspirational messages, but there is so much more. There's so much more wisdom that is, is there in those 
you know, cat files, cat wisdom files or horse wisdom files. There is so much there that we can connect to. And I think that we are, you know, as humans, we're just starting to do that now. We're starting to realize that now that there is so much out there. And I think it's really exciting to, um, to download this wisdom and just connect, you know, connect with the, uh, with the wisdom that is there. And I feel it's a remembering of us connecting with our own innate wisdom and indigenous wisdom that's in each of us, regardless of our heritage, because at some stage we all came from an indigenous culture. And it's like a remembering that and a remembering that we're not separate. It's a remembrance of connection. Yeah. You know, in animal communication, it's, it's the same. It's remembering that skill, you know, connecting with animals, because this is something that we have known as humans for thousands and thousands of years. This is natural to us. Not communicating and not connecting is not natural. But mm. we have reversed that in modern society. And we just need to be you know, remember that um, we need to be taught to remember in a way um, our own wisdom. Yeah. So. I have a, um, another message and it's from my foal. I've got an eight month old foal and his name is Aho. He was born on 11.11, around 1.11 a.m. So I gave him a name that was very connected because um, I didn't feel that he needed to be separate. He's, he's a very connected type of individual. He showed me him putting his nose to the earth and he said, we hear, feel and sense change in the ground. Things are shifting and rearranging. We would move more if we could um, they can't because they're in the paddocks. He was saying that they would shift around more. To put ourselves in position for this change, sometimes we need to be in a certain place to settle the energy, you know. And I know that there's quite a lot of humans that have had to move this year and last year as well, feeling that they need to be in a certain place to anchor a certain energy. Sometimes people don't even know why they have to move. But it was interesting um, that he said that. And unfortunately, I can't just <laughs> open up the paddocks and let them go where they want. Um, so I apologise to him for that. But... Um, it was interesting that this message came through because um, a friend of mine who's also an animal communicator, her horse recently opened the gate and was, show, like, was telling her that, that he needed to be on the other side of the gate and then um, the horses ended up going and, and um, I think they were in a, in a triangle like that with the energy. So often the horses are doing quite a lot of work with the earth or they're doing... They put themselves in position. I've often had them line up one after another or anchor energy when different things are shifting. So I guess the message in this is just if you feel you've got to go somewhere and it's an intuitive thing, just go. 
Yeah, I like that. And I have seen horses um, and I also have felt horses do energy work, not only on us, but also on each other. Mm. Um, my horse was recently ill, but there was also another horse that was ill at the same time. And uh, they stood next to each other in, in the stable. And you could see how they were. I mean, the other horse was, was more ill. Um, much more ill and you could see the connection the energetic connection between those two horses and you could feel the empathy and the you know support that was coming like from my horse and but from the other horse as well it was a sort of being together um, supporting each other was energy and it was you could actually see that and you could feel that and I felt that was that was um, that was lovely. This is something. It's I didn't expect that because I don't know because I felt like he he was not feeling well. So um, how can he be thinking about another horse? But he he was he was there. He was um, he was supporting the other horse. He was kind of playing with the other horse and. Um, it kind of reminded me this is you know also for us you know when there's somebody not feeling well when there's somebody um ill around us just to to be with them you know you can you can support somebody with energy you can support somebody with just being there you know playing with them there are lots of different ways and i i've been shown that it's the head that heals Hmm. It's it's actually I had a, um, a very traumatized horse that I took on a few years ago, and and I put him in with my herd for six months, and I barely touched him because he didn't want to be touched. And then one day he came and he asked me he wanted to be a part of of what we were doing, and we just waited for him. And it's especially if the other horses are, are quite balanced themselves, then. It, they're holding, they're opening up space for each other and there's that interconnectedness and it's exactly what you said. It's part of us finding balance and us finding health is through community as well and connection. Like it's an essential part of um, us as human beings and we don't connect necessarily always through the internet, although that's nice, but it's also having that um, the one-on-one -on -one connection or you know the family and friends connection and 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 making the time to connect yeah that's that is nice um yeah i've got i've got another message from the horses from the horse consciousness it was sort of um I was a little bit curious and I actually sort of asked the horses, I tuned in with the horse consciousness, what they wanted to share with us. Um, so this is what they said. We horses want to be happy and we horses want you to be happy too. We can make you happy and you can make us happy. By connecting in happiness, we change the world one horse and one human at a time. So for me, this, this is like sort of a continuation of what we we're talking about, the connection 
the um, supporting each other, making each other happy. And when we're connecting to the horses, we become happy. We go home and we're happy with, with our husband or we're happy with our family. So they go out and they're happy with the boss the next day or they're happy with their teacher. So it's like, it's like the domino effect, I think. Yeah. Catching happiness. <laughs> Spreading happiness. <laughs> exactly. So this is, yeah, this is, this is how I feel that horses actually um, help us to become, you know, be happy more. But on a, on a very, the calm happiness, not the happiness where you jump around. This is for me. Um, being okay where you are and who you are. This is what I learned from my horse. Yeah. The, you know, the, it is okay who I am and where I am. And with my horse, he loved me, you know, the way I am. I don't have to be a better rider. I don't have to be a better person. I don't have to be anything else. It's just, I am. And he appreciates that. And this is something that um, is so lovely for me because it's, it's, it's in modern society is a lot of times that you get rewards when you reach something or when you, you are a certain way or, you know, um, and, you know, with my horse or with horses in general, they take you on face value. If you're nervous, they go like, ooh, don't like the energy too much. If you, you chilled, um, they're chilled as well. So, um, And a lot of it's about being congruent. So if, if you're nervous but you're pretending that you're not, that often makes yeah. the, that, that will make the horses more nervous. If you're fearful and you tune into that and you breathe into that, and you acknowledge that you're fearful or you're angry, then the horses go, oh, goodness. <laughs> they, then they tend to release tension. I won't put words in their mouth, but they, they, they will breathe out and there's, a, there's an element of, of becoming more okay um, with us when we're congruent. And yeah. that, that, that acceptance, regardless of what, whatever the emotion is, when there's congruency, there's an acceptance there. And I, I think that's a powerful lesson for all of us as humans to become more congruent instead of pretending. Yeah. I have a message that does tie in with this. Mm -hmm. So I had like an elegant chestnut mare come in and she said her name was Dancer. And she said, just breathe and be with us. Nothing else matters. We know your love is regardless of your actions. The human being is full of trauma and just does what it knows. We forgive you. That's beautiful. And, um, you know, I, I've been observing um, even this week just how full of trauma our day-to-day -day lives are. So even on the television and, and music, it's just, it's constantly like we're re-traumatizing ourselves by connecting with um, popular culture. 
So being human at this point in time is, is quite traumatic. So there's an element of everyone just doing their best. And, and that's what I really take from this message that um, everyone's just doing what they know. And, and the, the horses forgive us, the animals forgive us. And then we need to forgive ourselves. And especially when we know better, then forgive ourselves for what we didn't know. Yeah, and also that the horse that you spoke to, you know, was saying that, that the love is there anyway, even though when the trauma is kind of maybe putting a blanket over that love or, you know, making it difficult for the love to show, you know, traumatized people sometimes react, you know, differently to other people uh, because they get, they might be triggered or they might get stressed in certain situations. And uh, it's nice to hear that horses know that the love is there. And even mm. though sometimes when you're short with them or when you're impatient or something like that, you know, they can, they can see that this is like sort of part of the trauma and not, you know, the love is still there. Yeah. And the you know your love regardless of the yeah. actions. Yeah. So that was beautiful. So would you like to add anything or shall we, shall we do the uh, group balancing? <laughs> I think we should we should go on to the group balancing and just um, roll into that. Okay. So we're going to connect to the horse consciousness. So this is a um, a group balance, and I'm facilitating it using the body talk system. So regardless of if you're listening to this past, present or future, um, this balance is for you. So just take a few big deep breaths, breathing in and when you're ready, exhale, release and just opening up, opening up in preparation to receive. So we're going to use this balance to connect to the horse consciousness. So that's the collective group of consciousness belonging to the horses. And there's also, we're going to include the donkeys and the zebras and the miniature ponies. I'm not sure why they might consider themselves separate, but they're in there as well. So it's like this collective umbrella of horse consciousness. There's this little white pony that um, has come in and I just want you to imagine just connecting with this white pony that is arriving and it's this really um, this pony that's very trustworthy and it's the pony that a child would have, the typical child's pony and I just would invite you to imagine to just sit on this pony's back and just just feel how trustworthy and secure and grounded this pony is. Just notice the pony taking a few steps and, and just feel yourself. You may be bareback, you may in a saddle, just hands in the hands in the mane. 
And just notice how you're balancing yourself on the horse's back. So the purpose of this um, experience is just to really fall, feel into that support the, the horse, the little pony is, is giving you and also just that um, stability and security of, of such a um, child's pony. We're going to do an emotional release of fear. So this is multiple, sorry, it's a multiple emotional release of worry. Um, so this is lots of different emotions relating, lots of different experiences relating to the emotion of worry. And it's sitting in the thymus, which is the higher heart area. So the thymus has quite a lot to do with um, our immune system, but also heart, heart protection. And I'm just getting information that the horses take a bit of an energetic reading about us from this thymus area there. So we're just wanting to do emotional release of worry from there. I'm going to go into the back now, into the spine. And we're going to the entire thoracic spine. So that's connecting to the ribs. So it's your middle back. And we're just looking at the fascia, which is the connective tissue within, within the, um, just on the outside of that spine there. And we're just looking at um, increasing the consciousness of stability in that area. And we're going to anchor that to the heart. Okay, we're going to tap this out. So if you'd just like to put a hand on your thymus, which is just on your higher, higher heart area there, just take a, and then the other hand can go in your middle back there. Just um, whatever way is easy for your arms, if you can reach around there. Otherwise, you can just imagine going back there. I just want you to breathe into that air of the thymus. I'm just seeing um, it's it's like one of those um, dumbbells. It's like an orange dumbbell that is on that thymus area there. And we're just wanting to unhook that and release. And now just keeping one hand on the thymus there, the other hand, release that hand and then spread your fingers wide, tap out over the top of your head. Big deep breaths. Just tapping rhythmically in an up and down motion 
And then with that same hand, now tapping anywhere up and down the sternum, big deep breaths. And now tapping on the gut brain, tapping up and down the navel area. And now to stop tapping and I just like you to feel into your feet and just wiggle your toes. Just feel that connection to the ground. And then just feeling yourself in your entire body. Now you can come back to the present moment and when you're ready, opening your eyes. Thank you so much. That was lovely. Is there anything that we should do now after this group balancing that you recommend? Well, it's, it's important to drink water. And if you feel um, like you're tired, if you need to rest, it's good to follow that feeling. If you feel energized, then you can also go for a walk. Um, sometimes there may be a little bit of a mild healing crisis involved, some, something that may have um, been just there, might get a little bit aggravated as part of the body's natural healing process. And sometimes um, we have done like an emotional release. So if you feel emotions coming up, then please just breathe and just allow yourself to feel the emotions and stay with them for at least 90 seconds seconds also um, there's maybe potential for some bowel clearing as well so that's quite normal we have only done like a little balance here but if you get any of those symptoms that's quite normal after that kind of energy work thank you so much that was that Thanks, was really really nice and um, I'm looking forward to the next messages and uh, next week <laughs> <laughs> The dogs, the dogs are coming to town. So this will be very interesting. But this week we can sort of enjoy the horse energy and sort of, um, yeah, let us connect with the horse energy. Okay. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of you or um, listening to us uh, the next time. So connecting to all of you. Okay. Bye.